Welcome to the First Row Sports Show with your host, Darnell Duff. Hobbs backhand shot, top of the slot, Shacconi, big rebound, they score! The Dolphin Kings in double overtime win it tonight! He's on Twitter at It's the Duffy One. You want sports, and that's exactly what this show is going to offer. The Kings on a breakaway, it's Shacconi, backhand, top bar! He scores! It includes interviews with athletes from all around the sporting world and as a cherry on top, a ton of fun facts for you to enjoy. So kick back, grab a drink, and enjoy the First Row Sports Show on your favorite device 24-7. That's right. Welcome back to the First Row Sports Show, episode number three. So that means week number three, every single week, we'll have a new episode with athletes across the sporting world. We'll have some fun tips and, of course, get you ready for what is coming up in next week's episode today it's a very busy one before we chat about who's coming on the show though i just want to remind everyone who's listening stay home if you need to go to the grocery store do that return back home don't gallivant this is a time that social distancing is so important you're hearing flatten the curve flatten the curve flatten the curve you can do your part to try and flatten the curve by staying home with your loved ones, play some video games, do whatever you have to do. Stay at home because COVID-19 is grappling the entire globe, the sporting world, and everything. So do what you have to do outside and then go back to your homes and make sure, let's say Canada strong, an absolute wonderful time to say, I love to be Canadian. There's no better place in the world other than then Canada. I love it. Living in Dauphin, Manitoba right now. Been so for about three years. The sports director at 730 CKDM as we roll on with the first Rose Sports Show. This week, the NHL playoffs would have started. I know. That's not going to happen. Not sure if the NHL season will return. Gary Bettman had some contradicting news, I think it was. He said he's not sure if the end of the season will be finished, but he's hoping it will be. So it's hard to say at this time, hard to picture. And then you look at Major League Baseball. They're looking to try and get games going as early as May in Arizona. So that's going to be interesting to see what's going to happen there. And the Major League Baseball season would have started back a few weeks ago, I know. I was getting all pumped up for the Blue Jays opener against the Boston Red Sox and everything. Uh, of course, COVID-19 stopped the sports world, all starting with Rudy Gobert of the Utah Jazz. But a fun little thing the NBA is doing right now, if if you've seen it, that's awesome. If you haven't, I'm going to let you know. The NBA 2K Players Tournament. It's on ESPN, TSN as well. So what's happening? The first round kicked off. They're playing NBA 2K20. It's as simple as that. And it's Current NBA players like Kevin Durant was the number one seed. He played Derek Jones Jr. was the number 16 seed. You know who won that game? Derek Jones Jr. I know it doesn't happen often in the NCAA basketball tournament, but in the NBA 2K players tournament, it sure does. Jones beat out Kevin Durant, so he is moving on. The Now the highest seed in the tournament is Trey Young. He went in as the number two seed, and they're basing the seeds off what they're ranked in NBA 2K20. Now, they're not necessarily 
necessarily being the team that they play on, but it's kind of cool that you can't be the same team twice. So if you're the Milwaukee Bucks in the first round and you move on to the second round, you can't be the Milwaukee Bucks again. So all in all, if you're looking for something to do, the NBA 2K Players Tournament is going on, so make sure you tune in to TSN to check that out as that's pretty much really the only thing that's going on around the sporting world like i'm seeing dana white is trying to get a private island to get some ufc fighting going uh not exactly sure how that's going to go so really the only sporting we can so to speak watch right now is nba 2k players tournament of course there's vintage hockey old-time hockey old-time baseball but uh if you're looking for something current that's pretty cool and and the winnipeg jets as well i know they had their little simulation hockey game where they did the alumni against the current winnipeg jets which was pretty cool as well. So if you're a big-time sports fan, yes, it's a tough time. I understand what you are going through. I'm going through the same thing. But uh, there is some outlets to uh, you know stay in the sporting world, which is so fantastic. And uh, if you are a sporting fan, I salute with you as we continue to practice social distancing and trying to flatten the curve in this great country of Canada and around the globe. So on the First Row Sports Show today, we're going to be joined by Trent Miner of the Vancouver Giants. He had 14 wins with the team this year. He was also drafted by the Colorado Avalanche, so we're going to hear his story coming up in just a few minutes. And then Morgan Geeky, this guy has been lighting it up. Like, you go back to the 2018 postseason with the Tri-City Americans, he had 27 points in just 14 games. He's already hit the score sheet in the National Hockey League, that and a whole lot more. And then we're going to wrap up today's show with Riley McKay, who is now, I guess, a former Saskatoon Blade as he has graduated from hockey. So we're going to get his thoughts on the Saskatoon Blades were playoff bound and they had five more regular season games before the league was shut down because of COVID-19. So we're going to have a little heart to heart with Riley and get his thoughts on what ending the season, how the season ended and just get his thoughts on what is going through his mind right now as he now tries to move forward in his hockey career. I will tell you one little spoiler. His goal is to play pro hockey. So that's all coming up on the first row sports show trent minor morgan geeky you probably know connor geeky he was picked by the winnipeg ice last offseason in the whl bantam draft and noah geeky also a very good hockey player however he is playing baseball right now and he's batting just about 339 with barton college so he's having some success as well so it's a jam-packed first row sports show week number three episode number three you're listening to the first row sports show and it's starting up right now. Hey you, you're listening to the First Row Sports Show with your host, Donald Duff. Rolling on with things here on the First Row Sports Show is we're joined by Trent Miner, who was born in Surrey, but he moved to Brandon, a place where he played his minor hockey and also played with the Wheat Kings AAA teams in Bantam and U18. Trent, thanks a lot for taking the time today. Let's first chat about the season it was with Vancouver in the Western Hockey League. Like, you had 14 wins, uh, 276 goals against average, and a 901 save percentage what are your thoughts on the 2019-2020 campaign with Vancouver yeah I think for our team we uh, didn't have the start we wanted obviously and and then uh, we kind of were rocking the boat back and forth and then once we hit the trade deadline we made a couple of moves that that greatly helped our team and and I think from there on we were just kept trending up in the right direction and and obviously sadly it came to an end but I, I 
truthfully do believe that we could have done something special. So you made your debut with Vancouver back in the 2017-18 season after a, a really outstanding season with the Brandon Wheat Kings U18 team. You had a 164 goals against average and a 941 save percentage with Brandon that year. And then, as mentioned, you also played some playoff hockey with Vancouver in that season. Now, this was your second full Western Hockey League campaign. How far have you come as far as a comfort level from Game 1 back in that 2017-18 campaign to now with this season being wrapped up? Yeah, yeah, I know definitely. Uh, I look back sometimes, especially being at home now and, and watching the video, the video of that first game I played, and just almost just laughing at it because how how crazy everything seemed at me at the moment. And then then I watch games now, and it, it just seems so much uh, looks like a different player, almost just so much more relaxed. And uh, I, I know just like skill base wise, like I feel a lot more that I belong there when I was when I first came in. I was nervous because you you watch other guys, like I'd watch guys when they play brand, and it just seemed surreal playing against them. But I'd say now. Oh, it just seems so relaxed that I feel like belong there. So speaking more of watching video, obviously you work really hard in the gym and on the ice when you're with the Giants going through your daily practice workouts, but how much time do you spend watching video after practices to, you know, maybe learn some things that you wouldn't otherwise be able to know if you weren't watching yourself? You know, I know it's kind of maybe crazy to think you're watching yourself play, but really, is that pretty beneficial to you? Yeah, I, I think, like, not obviously it's not going to be something that if I see something I don't like automatically cut it out but if it's something I want to I want to work on I can see in video how it's progressed is like like I said watching from from my 16 year old year to now just being more comfortable and relaxed and not doing some things I have to do so just kind of just more of a more of an understanding and just seeing what it looks like versus what it feels like because in some cases sometimes what you're feeling isn't what it looks like. Joined by Trent Miner of the Vancouver Giants, born in Surrey, then moved to Brandon. He had 14 wins in his second full campaign in the Western Hockey League. Let's talk about your other goaltending partner in David Tendek. He played in 35 games this season. He had 18 wins, so four more than him. How do you feed off him in any manner as you go throughout the season? And how is, is it being with a guy who you're pretty much splitting the games with? Yeah, like Dave and I, we, uh, we've been together since. Since I was 16, we've been together, and and it, it was kind of funny. Usually, with there's a with goalie partners, there's a little bit of um, almost like a competitiveness between each other, where you're trying to obviously, like in most cases, start more than the other guy. But it was funny with me and Dave. We were we we're such good friends that if either one of us started, it didn't make a difference. We were going to help each other out, and at the end of the day, I think that helped the team as well. That we were just trying to get wins for our team, and I think that's part of what made us so successful last year. Is, is Dave was was having a heck of a year, and he was able to teach me things and and show me, and and that helped me, make me successful too as well. So I think with uh, being partner with Dave, I, I don't think I could have been any luckier. So we're we're talking a lot about about back to your 16 year old days when you made your Western Hockey League debut, and now being your second full season. But let's go back in the history books as well to when you were a little kid. Like when did you realize goaltending was the position you wanted to play and like did you you know play as a forward or a defenseman as well or were you just strictly a goaltender and when did you realize that you wanted to you know try and take this to the next level yeah it was actually pretty uh pretty funny when i was growing up in service playing minor hockey there was, we didn't have enough uh players on our team to have two goalies so me and uh, one of my friends you know plays in uh band with the Bruins, randy cook we we would switch playing goalie because because there wasn't there wasn't a, a big enough team to have two goalies and have one on the bench, so we always took turns. And then once it came to my bantam year, then I had to decide. So I played, I pretty well played forward and goalie until I guess I would have been my 14 year old year or 14 or 13 year old year, yeah. 
So it was, I, I enjoyed it. I, I think I learned a lot that helped me in goaltending too, as to what a player sees, what he's thinking about, and, and just what they're what they're trying to do. So I think that helped me a lot. Do you miss being a player though? Like, do you miss getting those opportunities to score a big goal and be the reason that your team? I know you you could still be that reason if you have an incredible game, which you have throughout your uh, young hockey career to date. But do you miss being able to have that chance to score that big goal, maybe that overtime winner? Yeah, I mean, I guess like I think every every goal is a little selfish. That's why they why they're a goalie because they want to be on the ice the whole time. But um, no, I, I think I'm happy with my decision. But I would definitely say I I do enjoy playing player and and just the thing of being a goalie. You see the full ice of everything. You're not just focused on what you don't just see what's in front of you. You see everything. So I think that I miss that part of it where I could go make changes while the game was happening. And no, I definitely did enjoy playing. I enjoyed playing forward. Trent Miner of the Vancouver Giants had 14 wins this season in 28 games with the Giants prior to the season being cut short of COVID-19. Let's talk about one of the defenders on the Giants, uh, Bowen Byram, a top draft pick in the NHL entry draft. You had the chance to play with him. What was it like playing with a guy? I know you guys had several excellent forwards and defensemen, but what was it like playing with a guy who is projected to do really, really big things in the National Hockey League very soon? Yeah, it's, it's it's pretty funny because he uh, he he was getting lots of attention, but it was in the direction of funny because you would think that that might start to bug someone or change a little bit. But with him, it just never seemed to bug him. He just brushed it off and kept going. And and I'd say he's definitely probably one of the uh, most fun players to have on your team at practices. He's he's a pretty uh, live character and likes to joke around a lot. So I think having him on the team has definitely made our team successful, not just in obviously winning games, but everyone's always been in a good mood and, and he's definitely someone that's going to have a big career in the NHL, I'd say. So we talk about Bowen being drafted high up in the NHL draft, but we can also talk about you being drafted. Trent Miner of the Vancouver Giants taking the time to chat. You were selected 202nd overall by the Colorado Avalanche in the 2019 NHL draft in Vancouver, a, a team, a place where you're obviously playing your Western Hockey League career out. Uh, your thoughts on being drafted by the Colorado Avalanche and uh, sort of when you found out your name was selected, what was going through your mind? Yeah, I was actually out of the draft, so that was pretty uh, pretty surreal. I went there the first day and, and watched Bowen get selected, and I was happy for his family, and they, they all seemed pretty excited about that. And so it was a pretty surreal moment experiencing that, and then day two came around, and I was sitting at the draft with David uh, Tendek, and we just sat there, and, and once we heard it called, it was kind of just, both just like each other and smiled, and I got up and went down and met the organization and then media stuff, and no, it was, it was pretty surreal to have it all happen. So you talk about being drafted by the Colorado Avalanche. Does that add a, add an element of pressure to your game, knowing that you, you know, in the eyes of an NHL team in the future, they believe you can, you know, be a top goaltender in their organization? Does that add an element of pressure to your game now, or are you just, uh, you know, trying to do the best you can and uh, be the best goaltender Trent Miner can be? No, I, I honestly don't think it does add much pressure. And the reason why they, they obviously choose players is because they, they think you're good enough to do it and, and are able to grow into it. So I think I just have to keep doing what I'm doing and, and try and get him better because obviously at the end goal, that's where I'm trying to make it to. And I'm not ready to go there yet, but I think eventually I... I will be able to. So now let's take a look at the offseason. I, I know it's uh, Manitoba weather is pretty unpredictable. It can be hot one day. It can be cold. We can have snow. Uh, it's it's weird how weather works in Manitoba. A lot nicer out on the coast. But uh, due to COVID-19, this season was cut short, as you know. Of course, uh, pretty much the whole globe is shut down. But uh, what are you going to do to prepare for next season to make sure you have the best season possible as you move forward in your junior hockey career? 
Yeah, like as of right now, you can't get any ice, so I'm trying to do as much as I can off ice to prepare myself as working on hand-eye coordination, mobility, strength, speed. I, I was lucky enough to have a gym equipment set up at home that my parents were, were uh, nice enough to do, so that definitely helps me out a lot, and I think just keep working on my strength and, and just trying to improve daily is what I'm going to work on. So you won 14 games this season. Expectations for next year, do you set a number where you want to get to, or is that not something you really worry about? I wouldn't say it's something I worry about. I would say that, that stats with, like obviously you just want to get wins before before a safe percentage and, and goals again. So I'm, I wouldn't say that I set a goal. I just try and get as many as I can. And, and at the end of the day, as long as I'm improving and giving the team a chance day in and day out, then I think that's that would be my goal. Trent Miner of the Vancouver Giants taking the time to chat today. Trent, uh, just one more question for you. Bowen Byram, of course, was also drafted with the Colorado Avalanche. Did you guys have some, you know, maybe fun talks that uh, down the road you could – you know, be playing on the same NHL team as you were in the Western Hockey League? Yeah, it was actually, uh, it was pretty funny. Bowen was sitting up in the, uh, in a box behind me and I was down in the, in the seats. And, and when it happened, I looked back at him and he, we both just smiled and were laughing because we, we, we didn't see that coming. And, and just the way it happened, I thought it was pretty hilarious. So then once I saw him afterwards, yeah, we were definitely joking around about that and just thinking how surreal I could be and, and what are the odds of that happening where, uh, we're pretty funny. Bowen Byram, Kale McCarr, Trent Minor. The tremendous trio might be checking that out in the future. Trent Minor, once again, to the Vancouver Giants. Trent, thank you so much for taking the time. Uh, enjoy the offseason, and uh, we'll stay in touch for sure. Now joined by Morgan Geeky of Strathclair, Manitoba on the First Row Sports Show. And Morgan, thanks a lot, clearly, for taking the time. So I want to chat about a few things today, including, of course, making your NHL debut this past season and clearly what a debut it was. We'll chat about that after. But uh, let's go back to even starting with your junior days in the Tri-City Americans where you had a pretty good junior career. And in the 2018 postseason when you guys made a solid run making the Western Conference Final where you guys fell short against Everett in six games. But you yourself in that playoff run, you had 27 points in 14 playoff games. So talk to me a little bit about that run and I, I guess maybe what you learned about yourself and having the ability, obviously, to perform in big-time games. Uh, you know, um, that was uh, going back there. You know, we had a really good group of guys, I think, and, you know, we all were on the same page and everyone it's junior hockey. It was like you see your 20-year-olds, everyone wants to go out in a high and out. So, uh, you know, we had a great group of guys there that, that put in a good run, and, you know, I think uh, we could have done something special if we would have had one or two bounces go our way. But, um, you know, and then as for myself, you know, I, I love playing for things. Like, you know, playoffs is a different different kind of game, you know, that you can play well all regular season, but if you don't do anything in the playoffs, you know, it's kind of all for naught. So, um, it's about raising your ex- raising your level and, and playing to those expectations of playoff hockey. So when everything gets that much harder in the playoffs, like defense, goaltending, it's just that much harder to succeed in the postseason. How do you ramp up your game? I, I know in the regular season you had a lot of success with 84 points, but how did you ramp it up in the postseason to average almost two points a game in the postseason in that 2018 run? Uh, you know, honestly, uh, up until then, I hadn't really had a lot of postseason success uh, in my throughout my kind of career. You know, even growing up in midget, our teams never really had the success uh, that we'd hoped for. So, you know, that was kind of our first my first time on a team that I could definitely do some damage. So I just kind of want to go out there and, and play well for everybody. And, you know, I had, I had great players. I played with Mike Rasmussen and, and Kyle Olsen, the, uh, some notable names. So, um, you know, they were they were awesome. And our team was was, was pretty good uh, up and down the lineup. So, you know, uh, you know, I can't thank them enough for 
for uh, all that happened for me too. Joined by Morgan Geeky of Strathclair, Manitoba, now played some hockey in the National Hockey League as well as with the American Hockey League, but we're chatting about his junior hockey days. So back in the 2016-17 season, Morgan, you had 90 points, one playoff goal. You mentioned you didn't really have that playoff success, and then you came back the next season. You had 84 points in the regular season and then 27 in the postseason, and you were drafted in the third round, 67th overall by the Carolina Hurricanes in the 2017 NHL entry draft when did you sort of realize that you had what it took to be a professional hockey player at the best of levels uh you know I don't know if there was one certain time you know um obviously as that one year progressed and I was having the success I was having um you kind of get to thinking a little bit but you know I think my coaches did a great job of kind of believing in me and and trusting me in a bunch of different situations so uh you know I I came into the league as a 17 year old and and didn't play a whole lot but you know I think that was good for my development just to watch and and learn from other guys that were on the team as well so um you know I thought that uh the coaching staff and that Tri-City organization did a great job of kind of putting me in the right spots at the right times and uh you know that that's kind of how everything panned out for me. I think it start, all started down there. So after three seasons, uh, full seasons with the Tri-City Americans, you made the jump up, now joined by Morgan Geeky of Strathclair, Manitoba. So last year, you started the season, played the full season with the Charlotte Checkers, the, of course, AHL affiliate team of the National Hockey League's Carolina Hurricanes. You had 46 points in 73 games. And then in the postseason, you had 18 points in 19 games. You won the championship in the American Hockey League. Take me through what it was like being a professional hockey player, going through that grind how it compared to junior and then winning a championship at the end of the day, like uh, quite the first year to break onto the pro season. Yeah, no, definitely. That was definitely one of the most special years uh, of my career so far. And I'll definitely never forget, um, you know, we had a great group of guys and it, with it being my first year pro, you know, we had a, we had a couple of young guys and, and Jake Bean and, and some other, some other young guys, but me and him kind of lived together and kind of fed off each other and, and learned uh, with everyone else on the team. So, uh, you know, our, our guys were great at helping us out and, and help us get our footing throughout the way. So, um, you know, other than that, we had a great team. Our, uh, we had a great group of guys. Everyone loved hanging out with everybody. So, you know, there was no clicks or anything like that. Everyone was, was just kind of one big group. And then, uh, you know, the coaching staff was, was unbelievable. You know, they, they obviously knew we had what it takes and kind of just let us do our thing all year. And that's kind of how you see the success that we had in the, in the postseason was guys just wanted to play for each other and play for the coaches. So, um, you know, it's something that you uh, definitely dream of when you start the year. And when, when you think back, going back to when you raised that trophy, the team won the championship, American Hockey League, you were a champion in your first year of pro hockey what was going through your mind like uh was it hard to believe that you've only been playing one season of pro hockey and you already won the holy grail in the ahl yeah for sure um you know uh there was guys on our team that went that played uh lots more years than i had and, and haven't really had that success so you know i'm i'll forever be grateful to kind of win it in my first year with, with that group of guys like i said so um you know uh it was good to get it for the guys that uh, spent their their whole career kind of chasing that and uh you know it's definitely awesome to be a part of something bigger uh with the Calder Cup and everything like that. So, um, you know, it's a super special feeling and, and nothing that, or something that I won't forget, that's for sure. Joined by Morgan Geeky of Strathclair, Manitoba, a Calder Cup champion with the Charlotte Checkers last year, also had a very, very good Western Hockey League career in his final playoff run in the 2018 playoffs with Tri-City. He had 27 points in 14 games. Now moving on to bigger and better things. Clearly, Morgan, thanks again for taking the time. 21-year-old guy, small town, Strathclair, Manitoba. Of course, your family is a huge hockey family. March 8th, your NHL debut with the Carolina Hurricanes. You scored two goals. 
Take me through that day when you found out you were getting the call up to make your NHL debut. Then you score two goals. Like that's uh, you, it. Um, honestly, seems that you can't script that. Yeah, no, definitely. I don't know if I would have been able to uh, to tell you, or if you would have told me that, I definitely wouldn't have believed you. So, uh, no, the day uh, I think it was a Saturday. We just finished playing Utica the day before, and and I was just in the uh, in the room getting ready for our game. And the coach called me in right before our video, and and uh, like I kind of mentioned before, is I was kind of just expecting it to be uh, just another video session and stuff like that. Um, but uh, you know, he called me in, said I was going up, and he wasn't sure if I was going to play or not. But uh, nevertheless, you know, that's a great opportunity. So um, you know. I went and called my family and and uh, Emma, my girlfriend, and uh, you know, kind of called my agents and stuff like that, and kind of hoped uh, they could kind of figure everything out uh, before the game because I think it was a 1:30 game, so um, it was kind of just about them getting down there on time, and then uh, you know, it's just about we hopped on a plane, got there, uh, slept as much as I could, and uh, you know, just try to go and, and play my game that that night. Did you think everything was going to happen this fast? I know, obviously, you've shown what you can do at elite times and big times, winning the Calder Cup last year in your first year of professional hockey. But there's guys that live the AHL, I guess, dream, so to speak, of being a professional athlete for so many years. But now in just your second year of professional hockey, after 42 points in 55 games with Charlotte, you get to live out that NHL dream and you score three goals in two games and add one assist for two points. Did you think everything was going to happen so fast for you? Uh, definitely not. Like, you know, you obviously hope for that success when you uh, kind of enter the league and, and you want to play your best and, and do your best night in and night out. But, uh, you know, everyone says it's a marathon, not a sprint. So I was just trying to go in every day in, in Charlotte and, and do my job, um, you know, and, and thankfully I kind of got the opportunity and I just tried to run with it as much as I could. So now moving forward as the season has come to a pause, not sure if it's going to return at all, but uh, how good are you feeling about your game and whether you come back this season or next season, it's just going to start up. Do you feel that you're a full-time NHL player to start things off whenever hockey does come back? Uh, You know, we'll see. Um, you know, uh, it kind of depends on whatever whatever happens, like you said. But uh, you know, I'm just trying to go out there and play my game. I think uh, I've definitely evolved as a player, especially this year. I played a lot of minutes in Charlotte and and uh, had some success. You know, we have a good team down there, and I, I can't give thanks to those uh, those players and that coaching staff enough. But uh, you know, I kind of got my opportunity in, in the NHL, and you know, I think I I did everything I could do, and and I'm just trying to put my best foot forward up there, and and uh, hopefully make some make the right impressions on the right people. Morgan Geeky of Small Town Strathclere, Manitoba, taking the time to chat today so let's go back to March 8th Morgan thanks again for taking the time your first goal in a two goal game take me to that first one though how did it work out and what was going through your mind and after you scored it what was the celebration like you know so um, I think it was it was a weird kind of start to the game Um, I want to say there was like three or four penalties in the first six seven minutes so uh, there wasn't a lot of ice. It was just about staying in it and stuff like that. Um, you know, my uh, my line mates, I played with uh, Jordan Martinick, Warren Fogel, and Nino Niederreiter. We kind of all cycled through each other through the through the game there. But, uh, you know, they did a great job of kind of keeping me in it, keeping things simple. And, you know, I just tried to go out there and play my game. Um, the goal kind of started with there was an icing and there was a face-off in their end. Uh, you know, I won it back to to our defenseman who uh, had a good shot on that and then uh, kind of had a rebound up to the other defenseman actually and I just kind of found my way to the net and uh, guards Gardner made a nice play and uh, you know I was just in the right place at the right time and, and put it in and then as for the celebration um, you know I don't know if I could really tell you what happened I don't remember much after that but 
I'm sure you could see for yourself. Morgan Geeky of now, I guess we can say the Carolina Hurricanes, three goals in just two games, had two goals in his NHL debut back on March 8th. Last year with the Charlotte Checkers, he won the Calder Cup. The Geeky family, Morgan, as you know, uh, very, very skilled when it comes to hockey, starting with your father, Craig, also Noah. But I want to chat about Connor Geeky, a guy who was drafted second overall by the Winnipeg Ice. He's 15 years old. He played seven games in the Western Hockey League this year, the same league that you had so much success in that's pretty a pretty cool story that uh you know he's tra- trying to follow in the footsteps of his big brother who now has three goals in just two nhl games yeah you know it's crazy um you know uh my parents do a really good job of kind of letting us do our thing when we grew up you can you obviously see that with my middle brother noah who, who had the opportunity in hockey and, and decided to uh follow his passion for baseball so uh, you know they're great kind of letting us do our own thing and and uh, you know connor's Connor's awesome. He uh, definitely puts the work in, and and uh, you can see that in his game. I think he's a really good player. Uh, you know, uh, I, I like I like his game. Obviously, we're kind of the same player, and uh, you know, he's got he's got the size, kind of something that I didn't have at that age, and and you know, he's he's got the speed, and he's got a heck of a shot. So uh, I think he could do some damage for sure, and and uh, I'm excited to see what he can do. So you talk about Noah, you know, making the choice that he was going to play some baseball. You know, you're pretty good at baseball as well as Connor. So not only a hockey uh, family, but also a baseball family did you ever come you know have to make that same decision at all or were you pretty much you know dialed in on making a long career of hockey you know there was a point of choosing for sure um i, I can't remember what year it was might have been 2013 or so um it was my first whl camp and i was i was supposed to go to uh, nationals for baseball that year with with my local team and uh you know i made the decision to go to nationals and forego my uh my first official whl training camp and uh you know i'll still say that this that's one of the best decisions i ever made you know i had a lot of fun with that group and it's something one of those tournaments and, and experiences that you'll cherish forever and, and it can translate into hockey playing at that high level um at, in another sport definitely translates and you know it was a great group of guys and and good coaching staff so uh you know it's definitely one of those things i'll never forget Joined now by Morgan Geeky of Strathclair, Manitoba, Calder Cup champion, three goals in just two National Hockey League games. He made his NHL debut back on March 8th. His younger brother, Connor Geeky, now playing for the Winnipeg Ice and the Yellowhead Chiefs midget AAA team. Of course, Noah Geeky chose to go down the baseball route, and he's now having a lot of success playing with the Barton Cougars, where his average is 339 in 59 games this past season with two home runs. So he's having a lot of success on the diamond. Diamond, Connor, obviously a lot of success on the ice as well as Morgan. So, Morgan, you've scored your first NHL goal. You've made your debut. You've won a Calder Cup championship. As far as milestones come, what's next for you? Is it is it winning a Stanley Cup? What's what's the next milestone you want to get to? Uh, you know, to be honest, I haven't really thought about it that far in, in advance. You know, I'm just trying to go day by day. I'm a pretty easygoing guy, and, and uh, you know, I just try to take it one step at a time and, and not try to dream too big, you know. Um, yeah, I'm just going to go try and put the work in at every, every step of the way. You know, my next goal is to kind of be a regular in the NHL, and I think that's going to be a goal for a long time. And, you know, if I can continue to make progress on that goal, maybe the next goal is to make playoffs and, and uh, win a Stanley Cup. So, um, you know, obviously at the end of the day, everybody wants to win the Stanley Cup, but, you know, there's a long road, to, long road ahead to get there. So, uh, you know, I'm just trying to put my head down and, and do what I can. 
So when you go back to your small community of Strathclere, Manitoba with your brothers, you must be getting like a little bit of celebrity feel. Like people must be, you know, really happy to see you and maybe talking to you when you see them on the street. I understand with this self-isolation going on right now, but uh, you must feel like a little bit of a celebrity. I know you're still a young man, but uh, still must be feeling pretty good in your uh, small town of Strathclere, Manitoba. Yeah, you know, uh, it's a great community. Um, you know, I can't thank those the entire community as a whole uh, for all the support. Um, you know, even as a young kid playing minor hockey in, in Strath with and my brothers, you know, can probably say the same thing. Um, everybody's been there every step of the way, so it's not like they just kind of showed up out of nowhere. Everyone's been there through the ups and downs, and and you know, I, you know, everybody when you walk by on the street, everyone says hi and and. They're all great people, so I'm definitely uh, not afraid to have a conversation with, with anybody. Morgan Geeky is a Calder Cup champion. He had 27 points in 14 playoff games in his last junior hockey season with the 2017-2018 Tri-City Americans. He now has three goals in just two National Hockey League games, a member of the Carolina Hurricanes. He was drafted back a few years ago in the 2017 entry draft, third round, 67th overall by the Carolina Hurricanes. Morgan, thank you so much for the time. Uh, congratulations. Congratulations on obviously the success you've endured and gone through so far. I know you're working really hard to uh, make yourself a big time name and uh, based off your stats in the past, you could uh, a very bright future is on the way for you. So thanks again for uh, taking the time and I look forward to staying in touch. Awesome. Thank you very much for having me. Take care. Now joined by Swan River's Riley McKay of the Saskatoon Blades. A junior career has wrapped up for the Swan River native. Riley, thank you so much for taking the time. I guess it's crazy to think that, you know, a few years, few years ago you started your junior career with the Spokane Chiefs. You played 51 games. You had nine points and then moved forward into this year. You're an assistant captain with the Saskatoon Blades. You had 38 points in 62 games, 19 goals, 19 assists, and it's come to an end. Uh, sort of what's going through your mind? that, uh, you know, you're not going to be preparing to, you know, go back to junior camp and training camp in the fall. What goes through your mind when you sort of realize that? Yeah, I mean, uh, obviously it's a little sad for the guys that are graduating and they don't get to really finish off their career how they, uh, or their junior career how they wanted to because of all the stuff going on in the world right now. But I mean, uh, I guess we'll see what happens this summer and uh, hopefully something comes up and I can uh, continue playing hockey in the fall. Yeah, so speak to me a little bit more about that. Are you just mulling some options, trying to get down to school, or what sort of is your plan moving into the future, you know, specifically next year, but also down the road as well? Yeah, I mean, I'm hoping to get a pro contract, but uh, we'll, like I said before, see what comes up this summer and kind of play it by ear, I guess. So this was your second uh, full season with the Saskatoon Blades after you came uh, from the Spokane Chiefs where you started your career with. You played two seasons there and then moved over to Saskatoon. Uh, how was your time playing with uh, the Blades organization? I understand that maybe didn't win the championship you were hoping for, but uh, how was your time in uh, the Bridge City? No, it was awesome there. I mean, uh, they're a great organization, treat you with a lot of class, and it's a great city. Uh, I mean, I think we picked up some guys at the trade deadline, and that really helped us, and I think we were going to make a really good push and play playoffs and kind of we had a really tight division so when you get into playoffs and anything can happen so I mean uh, yeah I really enjoyed my time in Saskatoon they treat me with uh, really well and when you're talking about the point production, Riley McKay, a member of the Saskatoon Blades, has now graduated from junior hockey, one of the assistant captains of the team this year. Like, you go back to the 2016-17 season, you had nine points. The next year, you had 13. Then in your first year with the Saskatoon Blades last year, you had 27 points, 29 if you include the playoffs where you guys played 10 games, and then 38 this year. So you've gradually gotten higher with your point production in the Western Hockey League. Are you, are you pleased with how 
things went over the course of four years? Uh, yeah, I mean, I think in Spokane, I knew that I wasn't going to be uh, kind of a point guy. But uh, once that I got traded over Saskatoon, I kind of wanted to put that into my role a little bit more and kind of be more of an offensive player, but also keep uh, keep playing how I used to. But uh, I mean, uh, I think I started off the year pretty hot this year and I had lots of points and kind of fell off uh, the rails a little bit near the end of the season, but I was still happy with how my year went and still thought that I played well all year. So tell me about that. You mentioned the real hot start and then you sort of, you know, tapered off as the season went on and, you know, down the uh, crunch uh, stretch, I guess, so to speak. What was the reason for that? Just, uh, you know, weren't getting the puck luck or what was some of the reason that, uh, you know, the points weren't coming as often as they were in the starting of the season? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know why that really happens, but I mean, I just kind of was hot off the start. I mean, uh, playing against top guys all the time, it's tough. I'm I'm more worried about not getting scored on, I guess, than... (laughs) putting the puck in the net I guess but uh no I mean I'm not too really too sure what happened just I guess maybe some puck luck at the start of the season this year so let's go back into your young days because we know a four-year uh, junior hockey career with the Spokane Chiefs and Saskatoon Blades. You also played uh, some time with the Swan Valley Stampeders, your hometown. So let's go back to that time in 2015-16. You played 54 games. You had 34 points. And then also in six playoff games, you had one assist. What was it like playing for your hometown team, a team that you grew up watching? Like, What was that whole experience like? Oh, it was awesome. It was always uh, my dream as a kid growing up to play for the Stampeders. And then when I turned 16 and had the opportunity to play for them, I had the best time. I had, I think, we were five local guys that were on the team and we're all really close and best friends. And probably probably the best year of hockey I had for uh, making memories and having the most mo- most fun for sure. So when you speak of those memories, chatting with Riley McKay from Swan River, Manitoba, one of the assistant captains for the Saskatoon Blades this year, officially wrapped up a four-year junior career, sure shorter than it would uh, would have liked to because the Saskatoon Blades were postseason bound. But go back to you, you said you you know made a lot of memories throughout that season, probably the best season as far as memories came. Do you still remember any of those that uh, you can share with me here? Just the bus trips, I remember uh, me, Tristan Langan, and Josh Tripp, we were always kind of stirring the pot with the older guys and throwing water bottles and whatnot to the back of the bus to where uh, uh, the older guys are sitting and just kind of stirring the pot. Just used to be pretty fun. So now speaking of Tristan Legan and Josh Tripp, of course Tripp was on the team last year. He was the MVP of the league, led the team to the MJHL final where they came up just short. And then Tristan Langan played in the ECHL this year and also had the opportunity to play in the American Hockey League with the San Jose Barracuda. So he's made his professional debut. It must be pretty cool that those guys are also from Swan River, like a, a small place, but so much good talent and top-notch talent is coming out of Swan River, Manitoba, and it must be cool for you to, you know, sort of follow their careers and see what they're doing. Yeah, obviously, it's really cool. I mean, we were all best friends growing up and hanging out together all through uh, our minor hockey days and being best friends and whatnot and coming back in the summer and get to share our experiences with our hockey seasons and keeping touch throughout the year and whatnot. No, it's awesome. So now with them making the next level, as I mentioned, uh, Langan played in the American Hockey League and East Coast Hockey League after wrapping up his junior career last season. And then Josh Tripp is now playing for the University of Manitoba Bisons. Does that sort of push you to, you know, try and make that next step as well, wherever it may be? Yeah, for sure. I mean, uh, Langer, he went the pro route and uh, Tripper, he went to school. So, I mean, uh, they're both kind of helped me out with uh, which way I want to go. And I'm kind of leaning towards them for some advice and, no, it's cool. I get to hear how how their seasons went and whatnot, and uh, 
yeah, just get to learn from them. So whatever route you end up taking, chatting with Riley McKay of the Saskatoon Blades from Swan River, Manitoba, wrapped up his junior career this year, playing in 62 games with the Saskatoon Blades, 38 points, 19 goals, and 19 assists. So whatever route you do end up taking, Riley, thanks a lot for taking the time. What are you going to be able to add to the lucky program that gets the services of Riley McKay moving forward? Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm just going to try to play how like I've always played throughout my uh, junior career, and that's uh, fast-paced game, physical, in on the forecheck, in guys' faces, uh, kind of uh, really annoying to play against. But uh, yeah, just trying to play as hard as I can. I know I was chatting with Tristan Robbins, who you were a teammate with. Uh, he led the league, the, or led the team rather, this season with 73 points in 62 games. And going back to the postseason push last year, when you guys won your first round series against Mustra, then you played the Prince Albert Raiders, came up short in that series. Really could have went either way, but the Raiders did end up winning that series and the Western Hockey League as well. After that, you know, heartbreak, that disappointment of not getting past that series. Was that motivation as well for you moving into this year and respectively in your career? Yeah, for sure. I mean, obviously, it's tough to lose out of playoffs, and uh, that series with PA could have went either way. But, uh, I mean, I think it just kind of adds a little fuel to the fire with our uh, rivalry against PA. They're only an hour away, and we play them quite a few times in the season, and they're usually some pretty intense games, especially in PA's uh, rink. But, uh, no, yeah, like I said before, uh, I'd kind of, adds fuel to the fire and it always makes it a fun hockey game. Riley McCabe, the Saskatoon Blades, finished off his junior career with 38 points in 62 games. Now, I guess other than working out and that sorts of thing, uh, what are you going to be doing to uh, you know, keep your mind off everything that's going on around the world in the offseason here in the next couple of months, Riley? Uh, well, lately I've just been at the farm uh, clearing some land, doing some bulldozing on my land and then, uh, yeah, I guess we're going to have seasons coming right around the corner here, so just keeping busy with that. The offseason is here. Riley McCabe not taking any time off working hard as always. Riley McKay of the Saskatoon Blades finished off a very solid junior hockey career with the Saskatoon Blades this season as an assistant captain. 62 games played, 38 points, 19 goals. Riley, thank you so much for taking the time. It's been a pleasure chatting with you throughout the past few years. Uh, Good luck in your future endeavors and we'll for sure be in touch. Yeah, thanks for having me. Once again, that was Riley McKay, who just finished his junior hockey career with the Saskatoon Blades. It involves stops with the Swan Valley Stampeders, his hometown. Of course, the Spokane Chiefs, he played two seasons to kick off his major junior career and then wrapping things up in the Bridge City with the Blades. The past two seasons, including 38 points this campaign in 62 games. The first Rose Sports Show, we kicked off the show today with Trent Miner, a member of the Vancouver Giants. He had 14 wins this season. He was followed up by Morgan Geeky from Strathclair, Manitoba. I, I always find it amazing how these small towns breed such amazing hockey players. Like if we're talking about Grandview, Manitoba, you don't have to look any farther than Ryan Pollock. He plays on the New York Islanders. Barry Trotz is from Dauphin, Manitoba. He's the coach of the Islanders. Jace Haraluk, he's from Roblin, Manitoba. He was just traded to the Ottawa Senators from the Florida Panthers. Like these small towns breed such amazing hockey players. It's absolutely incredible. So I just think it's a little extra special if you make 
the National Hockey League or any other professional league or make it to the next level if you're from a small town. Riley McKay did that. He's from Swan River, Manitoba. Morgan Geeky did that exact thing. He is from Strathclair, Manitoba. Trent Miner, he was born in Surus, Manitoba. He grew up in Brandon, the Wheat City. So all three players, one goalie, two players have fantastic stories. We've just chatted with them over the last 40 or so minutes. And I want to thank you so much for tuning in to the First Row Sports Show. That's going to wrap it up for episode number three, week number three, next week. It's week number four, and you know what that means, folks. Episode number four will be joined by Brady Lang as he gives us an update on what the landscape is looking like right now in Saskatoon. Of course, chatting with Riley McKay, a member of the Blades, their season was cut short, but Saskatoon also has other sports teams at a very high elite level. So we'll be chatting with Brady Lang, and of course, we're going to be joined by the voice of the Seattle Thunderbirds of the Western Hockey League. So another packed show is on the way for you next week. Check us out on Spotify, YouTube, SoundCloud, 24-7, 365. Thank you so much to Tristan Osborne for putting some intros and extras together. And thank you for tuning in to the First Row Sports Show. So in the meantime and in between time, have an absolutely wonderful day. Stay safe, folks. And we'll talk to you next week. Same place, same time. It's the First Row Sports Show coming to you 24 7 365 thanks for listening to this week's edition of the first row sports show you can catch a brand new episode every week on spotify and google podcasts remember to follow at it's the duffy one on twitter for regular sports updates